everybody. This is your main man, Charles S. Livingston, holding it down in the M on a, a chilly, rainy Sunday night. Uh, however, it is uh, it is warm where it counts in my heart and in my head because the uh, basketball Razorbacks had a 2-0 week. They uh, rode the Razor's edge in each one of them, but were able to escape with a pair of victories, including one on the road in the Mike Anderson uh, Meth Zoo Bowl. Uh, <laughs> the, more aptly named, the battle line uh, rivalry. The battle line rivalry against a team with a losing record in basketball is what we're going to call it. Uh, that was the voice of Logan Livingston, my What's trusted up? co-host, and my other trusted co-host. I'm also a co-host. We're all three co-hosts. The third member of our triumvirate is Colby Yarbrough. What's up? Hey, I kind of beat hey, you to the punch there. But. No, no, yeah, I was. I feel, like we, didn't, you... I feel like we need run out music when we when we start introducing. Play the Mortal Kombat theme song. Mortal, Mortal Kombat. Standing <laughs> five foot <laughs> three and weighing one hundred forty pounds, Chuck Livingston. One forty. I've been one forty in, in a minute. I walk out like a heel. I'm just like, yeah, let's go. people are throwing vegetables at me. Oh, okay. uh, actually, that, that's not far from the truth. I'll explain that story later if we have time. Um, basketball, man. Um, you know, they don't make it easy, this Razorback basketball team. Uh, nobody ever said it would be easy. Life is not easy. Uh, however, the Hogs won a pair of games this week by a combined total of three points, including uh, one against at home against the Alabama team that Colby was little, a uh, little, little nervous about entering it before play. And, uh, and then, of course, Mike Anderson notched his first win in Columbia, Missouri, since leaving the Tigers to become the uh, University of Arkansas's head coach. Uh all in all, a pretty good week. Uh, the Razorbacks made another star, another two stars, I guess, out of uh, opposing guards. Um, my man uh, Cooper for Alabama couldn't miss the other night. Uh, fouled out with 15 points, and then uh, you know Missouri, you know they had, Missouri had a chance to win the game and missed a couple free throws on the stretch. Uh, Colby, we'll start with you. What, what did you see this week that you liked from the Hogs? Well, um, I guess not so much in the first game, um, but the the second game, I thought the second half defense against uh, Missouri was a lot better. Um, so that that was you know refreshing. It's something we haven't seen their half court defense. And um, another thing, I guess they they didn't they kind of slowed their press a little bit. They picked their times to do it. They backed off. Uh, didn't do as you know they kind of changed what they're doing. Sometimes they trap. Sometimes they wouldn't trap the press. Sometimes they'd back off. Sometimes they just play full court man. And you know I, I kind of like that. And the rotations seemed a little better. And uh, uh, Beard getting more playing time was definitely a plus. Yeah, Logan, what do you got? Uh, I feel like we're like the uh, basketball version of the Missouri Tigers in football. Like, I don't really think we're very good, but uh-huh. we're finding ways to win. I mean, we but, went, but you look up at the record and you're like, yeah, we're 15, 15 and, and four. I mean, we're 15 and four. I mean, like, that's not bad. I'll, I'll t- if you told me that at the beginning of the year, I'm happy. Certainly. Especially two road wins. I'm like, man, we're doing all right. But it's just like, I feel like we're bad, though. I don't know. It's just, it's just really strange. Um, it calls it the eye test. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad that we won, and uh, that's encouraging. Especially we got another win on the road, which was good. Um, I really just think we need to stay out of the AP top 25. I saw our record in the top 25 <laughs> this year is just abysmal. So hopefully we can just stay out of the. We need to stay under the radar more. Play with a chip on our shoulder, but we need to campaign to stay out of that thing. Uh, yeah, like I, just go around to all the AP voters, say, hey. Who are you voting for? Uh, twenty twenty. You better drop Arkansas from there. Yeah, it better. Yeah, I mean, Arkansas stays out of the top twenty-five. But now Qualls uh, in that Bama game has pretty much put the team on its back. Uh, dude put up thirty. The team was back though. Yeah, he was he was insane. Um, and yeah, like you said, both the guards for Alabama kind of went off. They both had I think fifteen and twenty-two respectively. So there's not nothing new there. Um, but like Colby said, the the defense against Missouri was significantly better. I know that Missouri is significantly worse than Alabama, but it was still encouraging because in the past, even bad teams were lighting us up on the road. So that was encouraging. 
Right. You know, here's the thing. I've seen too many of these. Uh, these, and I actually think I said. Uh, maybe after the Ole Miss, I said at one point, I was like, I'm never going to gripe. Well, no, I said after football season. I said I'm never going to gripe about a bowl game again. I'm never going to gripe about a road win again uh, for Arkansas basketball until we get back to the point where we're a, a, a national contender. Because here's the thing. Uh, I've seen too many of these games go the other way, and that's a game that we lose. Like Even with the kid at the free throw line or by some other – you know, or maybe we even just get completely dominated from, you know, from the tip. So – you know, ugly win, yes, uh, but the important part is the win part. And uh, that's going to be one of those games that if Arkansas is able to, you know, crack the uh, the dance card in March, I think that'll be one of the games. It's not that it was an important win. I told you this because uh, Logan and I watched the Missouri game together and ended up uh, in a loving embrace after uh, <laughs> we West did. Park. <laughs> it was very weird. It was Everybody was kind of grossed out, and I think Logan's dad called the cops. Yeah, um, <laughs> we just got but, out of uh, Yeah, I had, to, I had to get bailed out. I had to hire an attorney. Uh, but, um, again, we, it wasn't that it was a big win. That's not what I'm saying, because Missouri's really bad, maybe one of the four worst teams in the SEC. It's that we didn't lose against that team. We avoided a bad loss. Uh, you know, it sounds simple to say, oh, yeah. But, it, I mean, that's a big deal. Like, when it comes down to March, they're going to look at our Arkansas's schedule and say, all right, you know, bad losses. I don't know that we have – Clemson's pretty bad. but Clemson is pretty bad. Ole Miss actually making a statement here lately. Right. I kind of like what they're doing. I like what the Rebs have going with uh, Marshall Henderson out of the rotation. Mm-hmm. Uh, give them credit. <laughs> that was Again, the ultimate we, we, test of addition by subtraction. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Like, it's just like, I mean, him going. Lost one basket case and got significantly better. <laughs> yeah, and like, you have the same everybody else. Uh, again, hate that it was at home. But, uh, again, I thought we responded well to adversity just by um, – just by winning, you know, two and zero this week, and we're gonna get a chance to exact some revenge for Tennessee. So, again, none of the losses are significantly bad on their surface. So I like that. Well, yeah, God, I, I think I've, I think I've blocked that out mentally. Like it's man, one of those things. You that know. game is still like I know, like the way we lost on this was like we, we just didn't show up. But Clemson, man, like, we had up. we had that game. Like we had that game one. Yeah, we, we were making celebratory uh, post game plans. We, we had to try our hardest to lose that game, and we did. And, and again, they almost didn't want it. And Kai Madden just said, "No, please, I insist you take this." Um, by still, the way, I still think that was a horrible call. I thought. Which one? Which one? The Missouri one. Is that the one you're talking about? Oh, oh, well, we're I, talking I about Clemson. Give Kai credit. Oh, yeah, Clemson. Oh no, that was an awful call down the stretch on um, on uh, Oh, that was a soft foul. Yeah, that was horrible. That, that was yeah, in, yeah. at that point of the game. Again, I, I I'm one of Kai's biggest critics. Maybe not as big as Logan, but uh, I thought he played extraordinarily hard. Thought he showed up. And uh, I just thought, man, I thought he, I thought he made a great defensive play there. And I mean, the kid didn't even try to sell the foul for Missouri. That's what killed me about it. Like the kid, he probably screamed or something, but like he just was like, he knew, he even knew, he couldn't believe he was getting bailed out. Hey, and ball don't lie. <laughs> As Rashid Wallace was famously, ball does not, ball don't ever lie. Okay, that kid knew it. Uh, basketball gods knew it, and uh, that 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 deflated basketball knew it. And, um, <laughs> deflate and, and gate. That, deflate gate. Arkansas edition. Seriously, uh, I mean, ball I mean, lie, you know. You, so that's hilarious. By the way, about the deflate game, we actually skipped watching like half of the second half of the Arkansas <laughs> game, so we could go listen to Belichick talk about uh, caressing the the balls and getting the right texture. Uh, <laughs> dozens of balls in my time. God, and actually, I mean, that's the only time I ever wanted to watch some random press conference more than a Razorback game, but it was definitely worth it. Like, definitely. And I uh, needed a good it was. It, it was great. Yeah, it was the highlight of the day, other than Arkansas actually winning. Um, <laughs> But uh, again, like I, I know, we we just got done talking about Madden, and it was much improved uh, this week. I think he only had like four turnovers total in both games. But I still sure. just I still really feel like 
we need to be giving more of those minutes to to Beard and uh, and uh, Bab and Durham. Yes, yes, I, I I think we can all. I mean, it's again, we're talking about the eye test, right? Yeah, he was uh, the, he was the third most played player in both games. Like he had the most minutes besides Kai. Portis and uh, Qualls, obviously. Kai, yeah, and you know, I mean, he's. I guess on one hand, you could argue that he's earned that um, that's responsibility he's earned those minutes over his years but has but he not time, has, has he not lost that with the, with the say, game like yeah. clemson and Ole miss i mean on, on the other hand if you're not producing it might be time for you to go ahead and get on down yeah. um now again he i felt like he earned you know he he wasn't great he didn't shoot the ball well against uh, missouri but he did hit a big jumper late uh so again I, i'm not gonna i'm not gonna hit too hard on kai this week he was not good against alabama and he was really bad against Ole miss. he was uh, he was really bad against Ole Miss. Uh, that's all I can say about it. Yeah, I will but, say, uh, I've been. I'm also a huge critic of Alondis Harris, and we, uh, me and Charlie, discovered that now from now on, I just need to keep bashing him during the game. And he's gonna, right, pl- yeah. he's gonna go into try hard mode. He's like, man, this kid Logan in Little Rock, he's talking some mad trash. Let me show that kid up. That sob from the Hogcast. Watch this. I'm gonna hit for 20 tonight. Yeah, he got 14 and played really well actually. So I'm just gonna start talking trash about him immediately when the game starts. Like, man, Alondis Harris needs to go back to Houston. Stay actually, down, uh, actually, Logan, I'm supposed to remind you right now. I just got an alert from my phone. You're supposed to uh, ask for his scholarship to be pulled on the show here. So, there we go. Uh, there we go. If you, if you could do that, that'd be great. I'll probably, I'll probably get blocked by Alondis Harris since I'm getting blocked by most uh, <laughs> Razorback aficionados. <laughs> what, what, what would be the what, – what, what, I don't understand. What, what are you talking about, Logan? I guess, we, have, I guess, we, ever, I guess we haven't talked about this on the show, but uh, Club Burt did not take kindly to Club Burt per se. So uh, I guess I tweeted at him once on my personal account calling him Burt. It was a very supportive tech. It was a supportive tweet. I was like, man, can't wait to see you in Atlanta next year, Bert. It's going to be awesome. And he just totally blocks me out of nowhere. I'm just like, dude, like. Atlanta, like, of course, being the site of the SEC championship game. Yeah, I mean, like, I get it. Like, I'm sure most people uh, use that as, like, a derogatory uh, term for him. But sure. for, for us at the show, it's like a, his alter ego. It's like, you know. Brett Bielema. I, I just like the persona, yeah. yeah I, I, it's, I, like, I, it's like something fun to joke about. Like I feel like if they did a Saturday Night Live on on Brett Bielema, they would have a Club Burt. Like I really feel like that's what they way, would this do. Is, this is an important time. I'm glad Logan brought this up. It's an important time for me to say that uh, the <laughs> Logan's views on uh, Coach Bielema's name uh, do not reflect those of us on the Hogcast oh at all. Oh, my God. <laughs> Colby and I are uh, uh, 100% behind Club Brett, Brett no, Bielema. No, here's my thing, dude. If I ever interview him, I'm seriously going to be like, look, dude, you need to embrace the Club Burt. It is not derogatory. Like shut your haters up. Just go out there with a club Burt shirt on with your with your flask of fireball, and you just go at it, man. Like that's you. If we were on a TV like uh, like Fine Bomb is now, we would have at the crawl the bottom. The Hogcast does not support or deny. <laughs> the, they, 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 they do not agree or disagree. I'm, I'm gonna get the Bill Simmons treatment from the Hogcast committee. We're just gonna we're gonna start recording episodes without Logan. <laughs> Guys, uh, what just happened? Like Logan just disappearing randomly. What goes on? Logan's uh, suspended for three weeks from the so, yeah. show. So, Brad, I know you're listening. We don't. I don't hate you. I think. I think you're a great coach. I just think you need to embrace the Club Burt persona, and uh, and let that be your your alter ego because we all know that is the truth. We know. All right, passionate and passionate uh, case. A passionate and passionate case from Logan there. Uh, <laughs> I know Coach Bielen was listening. And uh, Brett, we'd love to have you on the show sometime. You know, <laughs> come on now. Let's hash this out on the show. Yeah, for real, Brett. Uh, we can talk it over. 
Yeah, I mean, let's just talk about it. It's not a big deal. Once again, uh, <laughs> Logan's views on Club Burt do not reflect. Breaking uh, news, Logan Livingston is suspended from the Hogcast uh, committee. Breaking news, Logan Livingston dead. <laughs> Whoa, that escalated quickly. <laughs> that escalated in a hurry. Man. Uh, back to hoops. You know, uh, the Alabama game was incredible because it, it featured one of the three dumbest fouls in basketball history. Uh, I haven't seen every foul in basketball history. I'm just going – I'm taking a wild stab at close. it. It's pretty freaking close. It might be top ten. I'm going to say top three. Um, you're up three. They enter the ball into the paint. Three point line nowhere in sight. Okay, you're just in the you're you're Chris Columbus in the middle of the ocean blue, and uh, let's foul this kid after he shoots it. Let's give him an N one and an opportunity to tie the game. Um, that was a foul, by the way. We we, we all sort of disagreed with that foul at the end of the Missouri game. Uh, nobody saw. I mean, hard to deny the foul against Alabama. So they tie it, go to overtime, and. Of course, you know, Bobby Portis uh, scored on a uh, tip-in to win the game, uh, which was really thrilling for me. It shouldn't have been close, but uh, I was happy to get the win regardless. Um, guys, how, wh- what do you think about fouling a guy up three when um, they're about to shoot a layup and there's less than three seconds in the, in the game? The, the dumbest thing ever. I mean, yeah, first, what of all, me <laughs> first of all, it was just it wasn't even a hard foul. I mean, it was clearly a foul. It was like, you know, it wasn't much contact. I mean, as far as like it was contact, but it wasn't just like, it's. I mean, the guy really didn't have any trouble making the shot, and it's like. But what I'm Obviously. glad about Portis, he, he like you were talking about, he's the one that fouled and he redeemed himself with the shot right. to win the game. Yeah, obviously he still had the opportunity to make the basket because that mug was <laughs> nothing but net. That mug <laughs> dropped straight through. Um, Logan. Yeah, I mean it was pretty much the worst. I don't really know how much to uh, <laughs> much else to say about it. I mean, we're just not. That was one of the dumbest basketball moves ever. Um, but like Kobe said, he redeemed himself and uh, won the game. So, right, but you know, still Alabama, dumb. Alabama's one of those series that always seems to be really uh, close to between the two schools. No matter how good or bad either school is, it's always a close, uh, close game. Of course, last year was Bobby Portis. I mean, we knew about Portis ahead of time, but it was really his coming out party nationally when he uh, scored all the points yeah. against <laughs> Alabama. I'm pretty, sure that, I'm pretty sure that first half he scored literally all of our points. That's what it felt like. Yeah, I mean, he, I just feel like he was just dumping a bunch of uh, bucks. And, of course, Alabama started our uh, tear to end the season last year when they beat us in Tuscaloosa. Beat us bad. Like, I talk about how close the series has been, and then I talk about a 30-point Alabama win. So, Ouch. do you like how I just And you got to think, if, if Portis didn't show up in that first game, we'd have got blown out there, too. Oh, heaven, Jess. Yeah. So really I think Alabama. we scored probably like 50 or 60, and Portis had 30-something. 30. Yeah, he had 32, yeah, 30, I know. 32, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so really – if it were for Bobby Portis, Alabama would own a three-game winning streak against Arkansas in the series uh, pretty handily. Of course, you know, then you could also argue without Portis' foul, maybe win regulation. But regardless, you know, uh, Bobby's obviously a huge reason we're here. Uh, the only reason we're here some nights because he, he always plays hard. I never worry about how hard he's playing. I yep. uh, never question like some other, you know, some other guards on the team that are seniors. Uh, <laughs> you know, I will, uh, I will say this. We were we were very concerned during the game. I know the Hogcast uh, group text was pretty in dismay as all that yes. stuff was unfolding. But Alabama was a quality team. I think they're a top 50 RPI team right now. Is that right, Colby? 100%. Yeah, and, and so. they almost they blew a chance. I mean, they've had a lot of close losses. I mean, every game they play has been pretty close, except, I think, uh, the Kentucky game. But they blew an opportunity at Wichita State. Uh, they had the game and kind of threw it away. So it's it's – they're a good team. Yeah, so I know we talked about this before on last episode, but obviously, you know, we're used to the SEC being, you know, one of the worst conferences in basketball, but that's not the case this year. Uh, most teams we've played so far actually had pretty high RPIs outside of Missouri. So uh, just to get those wins, I know we were in dismay then, and the way that we handled that game was pretty terrible, but we still got the job done against a quality team, which is something we couldn't have said in the past. 
Right. The, uh, the, the SEC being up is only going to help us as well. Like, it's going to be one of those situations where, um, you know, like, when it comes March, we could roll out and um, and be, you know, maybe 11 and, what would it be, 11 and 7? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, something like that. I mean, hopefully not. Hopefully we're better than that. God, I'm saying. I want to beat Kentucky at rep so bad, y'all. Like, I need that to happen. Well, a lot of people want to beat them there. Um, it's just I, one of those deals where... I hope they, I hope we get there and they're undefeated. That's what I want. And I want yeah, I, I, I'm the same one. I think I, Maxley was going to make that point, too. Me and Logan just think so much alike, it seems like. I'm, <laughs> we're pretty much the but same I'm, person. Yeah, but, I mean, it was... I mean, they've been... So many times this year, they've almost been beat by teams. So I, I think if Arkansas, if they're undefeated when Arkansas comes in, I think Arkansas has a good chance of knocking them off. Well, well the Razorbacks love getting up for the Kentucky game. We've been three straight times, I believe. So. Yes, absolutely. Uh, has, Mike lo- at- has Mike lost to Calipari yet? Uh, I think yeah. it, when he was at UAB, he did. But I mean, okay. he's still on the series. I think against. Uh, Miss- has he lost at Arkansas? Is what I guess I meant. Like since um, he's I been at Arkansas. I think he's like three and one or four and one. I still take that though against Cal. Oh, well, yeah. well, remember, remember uh, Mike's first big win as a head coach came against Kentucky in the second round of the uh, 2004 NCAA tournament. That was that Sweet 16. He uh, loves taking UAB it to Kentucky. Coach. He loves sticking it to Kentucky. I remember that game because uh, I was, of course, loving Mike and um, and you know Kentucky. There's no love for Kentucky here. So zero. Uh, <laughs> even though Tubby Smith is a classy, uh, classy coach, I was absolutely going for the blazers and that i was uh it kind of made my spring break that year i remember so uh <laughs> so, thank you mike i appreciate yeah. it so guys we got you know two big games coming up next week uh we got a chance at redemption against tennessee mm. uh, they're coming to bud walton arena on tuesday and then we mm. got a huge game on the 31st against the florida gators at the mm. swamp so this is a this is a gut check really this week because both of these teams are very good uh and obviously tennessee already beat us once um so how you guys feeling going into this week I feel, um, you know, I'm sure Arkansas is going to want some payback against Tennessee, and, and but Tennessee's been playing really well. They were second in the conference before um, uh, Saturday, and of course Arkansas, uh, Tennessee lost, and Arkansas jumped ahead of them. But um, you know, Tennessee's going to pretty much do the same thing. But I, I feel good about Arkansas winning. Tennessee or in Florida, you know, they're not having the season they're having, but it's still a road game, and um, they're not bad. And so, you know, I think LSU won one last week uh, there. Hopefully, Arkansas can uh, win their road game there. Yeah, uh, I don't think it'll be hard for us to get up for the Tennessee game, and um, you know, that's gonna be one of those deals where I expect that they'll win that. Um, I mean, again, I always expect that they, um, I expect they should win, and um, but um, you know, Florida's tough to figure. You know, it, it's always hard to play down there. It's a unique experience. And they're um, again. They're just a really. Um, they're they're going to be fresh. They're not going to be fresh off a loss to Ole Miss. They lost a heartbreaker the other night in Oxford. And uh, we just. I just feel like we never seem to play well against Florida. Like I know we beat them. Uh, did Pelford beat them one year? Yeah, but Pelford beat them with Joe Kim Noah and them. Yeah, I was in Fayetteville. No, though. no, that was actually that was uh was San Heath. Heath. Oh, yeah, man. it was Heath. Um, I I, that was like the I big know. snow and ice and like. Only like a thousand people made it out. It was pretty much just students made it out, and they were like a top five team. I know we thing. went. Yeah. We went to the game where we got killed, and then we beat them really bad one year because we were up on them by like thirty in the first half. That was no, you're right. That was uh, that was Pelfrey's first year. That was at the that was at Bud Walton, and um, I feel like the game I'm talking about. It was it was Mike though. It was like one of Mike's first years. We got up huge. Cause you're right. No, it was a Super Tuesday. Way. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a Super Tuesday. And um, we got up big, and they they were flying back. Mm-hmm. It was like yeah, it was like three years ago. I remember driving home, like I was listening to the radio, and I'm like, holy crap, we're beating Florida. And then it just like we just kept on like dominating them. 
Yeah, well, if we went, they actually came back a lot. If we wouldn't have started the game up 40, we probably would have lost. But we just got to such a big lead that they couldn't come back. Yeah, that was that was probably was that the last time we beat them. But anyway, I I really can't remember the last time we won in the swamp. Um, it might have been the '94 uh, national title <laughs> team. So, so uh, I know we all probably agree one and one this week. Well, I'm gonna say this. I think. All right, here's my prediction. I don't think the poll the polls haven't came out yet, right? The top 25 polls. No. All right. So if we're not in the top 25, we go two and zero. Oh. If we are in the top 25, we're gonna go zero and two. There you go. There you have it. Almighty. There's my prediction. <laughs> Um, man, I don't. I, I mean, if we're gonna win in in uh, Gainesville, this is the year to do it. Where we've got more talent than we've had, and um, th- does that make sense? Like, if it's gonna happen, you know, this this would be a good year to to steal that win. Oh yeah, we're, we're they're definitely down more down than usually are, and we're probably one of our best teams in a while. So, I agree. So I would say that. Um, I just you know, and, and so much of it's gonna depend on Tennessee. I feel like if we beat Tennessee. We're, we get to five and two in the league. I feel like you know we. It just seems like this team's going to coast. You know, Logan said it the other day. He said that the team just seems lazy to him, and um, I can see it. I mean, I, I can see where you know lazy sort of comes in. I mean, you know, they sort of get they sort of mail in the Gainesville game and just say, well, you know, we've already, you know, we did our work this week. We we we, we won three straight. We're, we're due a loss and just you know <laughs> mail it in. Yeah, mail it in, and uh, you know, hopefully not. But I'm just I, I could see that sort of being the mindset. It's it's like this team likes to make things interesting. They're like, well, we'll we'll get in the tournament. We don't have, we'll wait to the very end to make a push for it. But I mean, right now, I mean, it it seems like you know there's a lot of negative even with two wins. But it you know Joe Lenardi, which is probably the most accurate bracketologist you know predictor, has got Arkansas as a six seed right now. The last update would before the uh, win on Saturday. So I mean, we're sitting mm. really pretty, and it's just like we're we're sitting there waiting. We're like, man, Arkansas is just gonna. It feels like they're about to mess it up, you know, in Missouri or Alabama, and then they just like, seem to pull it off. So. See, I, I know that we've talked about this before. But like, on the outside looking in, like, I go to work with a lot of guys that are big Mississippi State fans and Ole Miss fans, and, like, I come into work talking about how bad we are, and they're like, man, you guys are predicted as, like, a five seed in the tournament. <laughs> I'm just like, man, we're terrible, though. Like, like what are you guys oh. talking about? So, I guess for our perspective, like, we think we're way worse than we really are because we're actually winning games, which is all that really matters. Um but, I mean, my thing is, we haven't reached our potential yet. Like, we, I know we haven't. Like, we're playing bad, but we're still winning games. So, if we can just hit our stride in March, we're going to be scary. Like, real, real scary. We just got to we gotta get there, and I, and I hope that we don't fall off late uh, like we did last year, because we need to hit our stride. Well, you Here's know, last play. year, we'd start at 1-4 conference play, and then went kind of big running and kind of tanked, you know, the last two games. So, like you're saying, you know, hopefully, um, you know, of course this team hasn't met their potential yet, but hopefully they're about to – start putting it all together and finish out strong here's the question have we slapped together a complete game yet arkansas i don't w- think would so. you say so i don't think so i don't, I don't either um and you got to think it's coming i mean i'm not saying that we'll play at that level consistently or all the time but you got to think we're going to tune somebody up you know 25 points sort, sort of like old miss did arkansas i think our best one. i think our best game so far was the georgia game like, i felt real good about that game how we looked it, how we played and even then, we dug an early hole. And yeah, the first of... half was pretty pretty poor. And a player that I, you know, we kind of expected big things. Um, he's always been inconsistent since he's been Arkansas. Is, um, Antoine Bell, 
And um, you know he's you know he's gonna have a breakout game, and, um, and just if this team could put it all together, that get together, I mean they could do big things. I mean that's the thing about this team if they get in the tournament, it could be even like the 11 seed. You know they have a chance to you know make a Sweet 16 run. Yeah, I feel like if we can, if we get hot, we can beat anybody. Like I really think we could. Um, it's just are we actually gonna do that? Are we gonna make that run? So I'm curious to see, but like you said, we just gotta get in. We make it in the tournament, anything can happen. Right, exactly. You let the chips fall where they may. And there's still a lot of work to do here. Like, let's be I mean, th- th- that's sort of the problem. Like, you know, we've got, uh, you know, a bad loss here or there. That, that, that can derail you pretty quick. So, yeah, I mean, you know, we've got a lot of, um, like I said, got a lot of issues, got a lot of things to work on, got a lot of things to look forward to. And um, I'm excited. It's exciting to be, because like Colby said, I remember last year, there were no good feelings with a, a one and four conference start. Um, and again, no matter how bad it is, four and two is four and two, and especially with the SEC being considerably better than it's been in the past. And um, two and three on the road. Right. You know, again, I think we all would have taken a five hundred mark on the road, and that's yeah. about where we're at. You know, we got some. So, um, exciting times. Uh, good week for revenge. Hopefully, we don't let the opportunity uh, get by the wayside. Man, if they steal a game against Florida, now you're looking at a six and two. Watch out. Plan for seating uh, at that point. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, you, and you, we, you've done a lot of good things. I mean, there's still a lot of good things uh, going on. It's just I, I'm with Logan. It's just sort of hard to see because of all the bad things. Like, yeah. Before we get off the basketball, though, can we please talk about Jeff Long totally torching that guy on oh Twitter? Oh my gosh, we talked, still on fire. Somewhere. He is. He is still looking for some ointment, man. He he is. What did uh, that tweet say? Yeah. It, it, if if y'all haven't seen the tweet, uh, somebody fan tweeted Jeff Long and said, "Hey, uh." you know, run Mike Anderson off, I'm sick of the team not playing any defense, you know, or something to that effect, you know, basically saying that, you know, Mike's the worst. Yeah, and, I got it here. Hey, Jeff Long, tell Mike Anderson that defense isn't about stealing the ball because that makes sense. Play fundamental and force bad shots. Thanks. And then Jeff Long comes back. Okay, I'll let 15-4 coach who has never had a losing season know what you think. Thanks. Hashtag go hogs. Hashtag never yield. Drops Mike. <laughs> drops the mic. Drops the uh, the match onto this young man, and uh, the guy is still like, if you've never seen the cover of Pink Floyd's Wish You Were Here album, uh, Jeff is the guy that's not on fire, and uh, he's shaking hands <laughs> with the guy who is engulfed in flames. Um, just an epic, just phenomenal, I mean, what can you say? Like, the, the guy just, and that's on Twitter for everybody to see. You know, I, I don't know how many times it was retweeted, I don't know, I mean, just. He just took that guy to the tool shed in front of everybody. Get wrecked, dude. <laughs> yeah. Get wrecked. Hey, what is that guy's username? At Tyler Dub 11. At Tyler Dub 11. Get wrecked. I'm sure that guy's a Tyler Wilson fan. It sounds like Tyler Dub. I mean, but I'm, sure, I'm sure it's not Tyler Wilson himself. Um, <laughs> it's Tyler Wilson but, with a mustache. <laughs> yeah. oh, hey, what's going on? That guy's the worst. You should hire Tyler Wilson to coach hoops. Uh, wait, what? He's a football player. He's still in the NFL. No, no, hire, hire him. Uh, yeah, no, I'm glad you brought that up because that was phenomenal. Like, I actually laughed out loud. Like, a lot of times I'll say, oh, that's funny, or like, I'll say, haha. That thing, I like, I did a double take, and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> that's Jeff Long. Jeff Long just killed a guy. <laughs> like, it's Talk about having your like, coach's back. Yeah, dude, he's yeah, got really, his back, like, for real. I mean, it's the equivalent of like somebody getting dunked on. Like, basically, because like the guy thought he was going to swagger up in there. He looked like Michael Qualls out there on Twitter, just totally dunking <laughs> on him. Yeah, like Michael Qualls. I can just see, I, I can just see Sports Center top ten just like flashing like Jeff Long gif of him dunking on T Dub eleven. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that, that might be something we need to do for the Facebook page. Just like uh, <laughs> Photoshop his face over a 
over t- what we imagine T double eleven might look like. <laughs> and uh and here goes Jeff Long dribbling down the court. Jeff Long in his <laughs> suit just slamming on a guy. <laughs> he comes down, the ball runs through, like the guy catches on fire, he rolls his sleeves up, he gives a press conference. Hey guys, what's going on? <laughs> what do you uh, like an NBA jam Jeff Long character is? He's on fire. You remember that picture you made that one time of a uh, of uh, you you trying to dunk on me in NBA no, that, Jam? That wasn't a pic. That wasn't a Photoshop. That, that was just fake. real life. That was that just was real fake. life. I dunked all over you, dude. Logan, you're a clown. Logan. You know how bad your legs are. You're not dunking over anybody. There Give me is. a break. Um, all right. So hoops, obviously, big week. We know that. It's uh, and it's very exciting uh, times as well. So uh, we're gonna try to transition over into some football news where we've had uh, quite a bit. Uh, the Razorbacks um, have trying to fill out their staff. There's recruiting news. There's all sorts of things going on. I'm gonna pass the mic that Jeff Long dropped earlier on T Double Eleven <laughs> over to my uh, to my man uh, Colby Yarbrough to walk us through that. Yeah, I'm gonna dust off this mic that uh, Jeff dropped. <laughs> yeah, man, how rude. But yeah, I mean, uh, like I said, a huge day, you know week in recruiting. Uh, you know, first of all, start off with Nate Dalton committing out of Houston, a cornerback. Um, had offers from Oklahoma and um, a few other big schools, and then you had T.J. Smith. Uh, defensive end out of a Georgia to come on. We actually got an interview with him and we'll have on uh, one of the next two episodes. And then we had uh, Ryan Pulley out of a uh, uh, Florida committed uh, defensive back and uh, uh, another big um, commit. And what, what you like about all these, they've got SEC offers, all of them. Actually, Ryan Pulley, um, um, he's I think six one, and then you got Nate Dahl in six three. And you can kind of see where the staff is going. They like the taller cornerbacks to match up against them big SEC receivers, you know, the six four, six five guys, uh, and, uh, you know, I guess we're not saying, the, you know, the 5'10 Ramon Broadways of the past. Yeah, you, you didn't like that? You didn't like uh, undersized um, dwarves trying to cover SEC receivers? I, I just remember A.J. Green. You just kind of just could throw it up to him. and uh, with their, What's uh, A.J. Green? Yeah, well, I mean, he does that to everybody, but, I mean, it was right. just, I mean. I mean, if, kinda, think, if you think. It pre- was through from the start. If you think pre-Rob Smith, that pretty much was every receiver in the SEC, so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, no offense. Oh. Yeah. But we have signing day coming up on uh, next a week from Wednesday. We're a little over a week away, and um, it um, you know four spots left, so it could get interesting. Uh, you know, I, you know, I could see I'm getting Toby's weather weather's out of Houston. Houston, he visited LSU this week. Uh, down between uh, Arkansas and LSU, and then um, you know, of course, KJ um, he visited Ohio State, and um, he's either going to visit Arkansas, Ole Miss this week. So I think that'll be very telling on you know where he's going if he don't decide to visit arkansas oh yeah if he doesn't visit arkansas that's pretty much we it. know that ship sailed but um you know I, I think if he visits um you know i think uh, arkansas can uh, maybe i think has a really good chance of getting a, a, a him to recommit i will say this i'm pretty worried about this ohio state stuff because uh he's been tweeting a lot of ohio state stuff lately like the past like week or so so i know he visited and stuff and that's probably a lot of the reason why but i don't know it just kills me seeing also ohio state on twitter i just can't I can't do it. And if it goes to Ohio State, I just can't. I can't handle it. Alabama's one thing, but, man, I hate Ohio State. I, I know every – Go ahead. I, I, say, I say I know I, probably every Hog fan was hoping it would be a blizzard when he went up there, but <laughs> I'm not sure that happened. Yeah, uh, I actually was going to speak to KJ the other night. I was covering a Marion um, North Little Rock basketball game, getting to the arena all jazzed up. I'm like, man, KJ Hill's going to be out here hooping, Kevon Allen, you know, uh, all this stuff, and then – I go in there and they announce the starting lineups and um, no no KJ and then I so then I think to look at the bench I'm like, all right maybe they're not starting maybe they want to get some punch off the bench I don't see KJ and um, so you know the game go, comes and goes and I'm sitting by a Jeremy Muck from the Arkansas Democrat Gazette I'm like where's KJ Hill did he quit playing basketball he's like no he's in Ohio State for um, 
for a recruiting visit. And I was like, oh no, like the worst, the worst of two worlds. Like I don't even get to see him play basketball. And then, uh, and then he's, um, he's visiting Ohio state, which is really the truly one of the worst. So, um, just a, just a bad night all around. So, yeah, I agree. I guess we'll find out soon, you know, uh, this coming week, we'll, you know, I figure Coach Enos and, uh, you know, the whole staff besides Bielema because he's already done his own in-home visit with uh, KJ. So I'm sure Barry Lonnie and probably Michael Smith and Coach Enos will uh, be heading over there and uh, try to get him to visit. And, you know, like I said, you know, I think if he visits, there's a good chance. If not, I mean, at least we'll know pr- pretty early. And then, you know, at least the staff can move on and, you know, the fans and, you know, realize that ship has sailed. Yeah. Speaking of uh, Coach Enos, uh, he was actually hired uh, since our last episode, so I guess we should spend a little bit of time discussing uh, his abilities and what he's done so far uh, in his career. He, uh, I think it was a good thing we stole a head coach from another uh, school uh, to come in and be offensive coordinator. Uh, how do you guys feel, uh, Colby, about this hire? You know, at first I'm like, who? You know, who the hell is this guy? And then right. you kind of, course reading. That's you know Brett Bielema has done. You know he does his research and everything. He actually had the, his whole staff, offensive staff, go and interview him. And um, it's something you really don't hear. Is you know it's usually the head coach and picks who he wants, but he wanted to make sure you know there's a right fit. And uh, like I said, anytime you get a head coach, you know that's probably a plus. And he, he's been successful at Central Michigan. Um, and I, I did a little research. And I'm, sure, I'm sure we all did, but you know, you kind of see his offense. It kind of meshes a little better with uh, Bielema's. But you like it that he's had a 3,000 yard passer a few years, and he's had a thousand yard uh, running back one year, and then uh, he's had a, a couple thousand yard receivers. And so, I mean, you like the balance there. And some of his formations, um, he does, you know, some runs out of shotgun, some does some screen passes, and uh, you know, has a little more adds a little more to the running game that I don't think we had with uh, Cheney. You know what I like best about him? He's not Jim Cheney. <laughs> Thank you, Logan. Uh, <laughs> I no, know I mean, I mean, yeah, they. Uh, I think it's a fine hire. You know, it, like you said, sort of. I was sort of concerned at first that a, a head coach uh, would leave to become a coordinator, but uh, I mean, you consider that you're a head coach in the MAC, or you can be a coordinator of the SEC. He might have seen that as a better pathway. Uh, even financially, I don't know what he was making at Central Michigan, like, uh, but I bucks. imagine. Yeah, he's gonna get a bump. So he got a bump. So. You know, I mean, it makes sense when you start thinking about it from that aspect. Yeah, he might have taken a, a demotion, but he's making more cake. And, uh, you know, if he does good things with a, an offense that seems to be loaded for next year and some quality recruits still on the table, then, um, you know, he, he's probably done himself more favors than winning eight or nine games at Central Michigan, in my opinion. Um, so, you know, so, so that's a plus, you know, and I um, – and again, like – him being able to work better with uh, with Coach Brett Bielema, I think, is going to be the, the biggest part because I, I never got the impression that that Cheney and um and Brett really uh meshed too well, and um, so again, I, I think it's going to be important for them to be on the same page a lot more, and um, you know, and again, he is uh, seemed like a young guy, energetic guy, and um, I don't know how he recruited up there. It's kind of hard to tell at Central Michigan, but yeah, well, he's um, a top twenty-five recruiter, right? Oh. Yeah, yeah. Michigan State, he was voted the one year the top, or yeah, mm-hmm. top twenty-five recruiter at Michigan State, and every he was their best recruiter. I actually, someone on the message board was showing or saying that the Michigan State message board was they're still kind of missing. Him. They're like, well, I wish he would come back. He, you know, was really good with the running backs, and he was really um, a good recruiter and was bringing in some top talent in. So, and I think he'll be able to recruit even better at Arkansas than he did at Michigan State. Mm. I just like the fact uh, that he's like very quarterback oriented, a uh, quarterback coach, because Cheney, I think his first quarterback coaching gig was actually at Arkansas, 
Um, and I'm not sure if uh, now that... hold on a second, Logan. I read <laughs> online that he had a lot to do with Drew Brees' development. Look, NFL. he was he was not the quarterback coach. Uh, so I'm. I'm... So why, the, 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 why did it say that online? It was JimChaney.com, but why did it say that online? <laughs> uh, you, I don't <laughs> know. You might want to check your sources, Chuck. Might want to yeah, check your okay. sources. But, uh, 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 maybe we'll see. But yeah, so this guy he was actually playing quarterback at Michigan State, I believe. Danny Ghost did, and uh, he's coached quarterbacks uh, pretty much his whole career. So I'm hoping we see some improvement there because I'm not exactly sure. Jim Chaney, obviously his play calling was not very good, in my opinion. But I'm not I'm not exactly sure how much of a quarterback coach he really was. So uh, I think well, we'll see. I, I think we'll see some I, improvement. I think he deflated footballs on the sideline and threw them with the quarterbacks, and oh, that was uh, and that was probably. That's probably the extent of his coaching. Jim Chaney uh, touched dozens of balls. <laughs> don't throw picks. That was his coaching <laughs> advice. Uh, I'm excited about Coach Enos maybe becoming the second or maybe even the best Enos of all time behind Enos Slaughter, former great St. Louis Cardinal player. Um, well, he's not hey, a former great player. He was. He is a great player, but, you know. Who are the uh, Cardinals? I didn't know they played anything. They play football in Arizona. Oh, okay, cool. Um, you know, they play in that big retractable uh, roof gotcha. dome. So. I know they had baseball. Oh yeah, they play something out there. There's something, uh, you know. Uh, so they've, uh, so anyway, so, so that'll be something to watch out for as well. Uh, you know, hopefully you can get in there and talk to KJ because I do think KJ, um, again, you know, he, he's one recruit, but you got to keep your in-state guys in, and I, I feel like he still wants to be there. But with so much going on in North Little Rock that uh, right now is just, I mean, guys just are not staying home coming out of that program, and I'm not sure why that is. Kind of sad. I will so, say I will say this. Uh, I don't know if you we shared on Facebook, uh, mic'd up with Dan Enos at, at Central mm. Michigan. Uh, he fits in very well personality-wise with Brett. He's a very uh, you can tell he's definitely like a players' coach. He gets along with his players very well, and I think he, he he's going to be really good to communicate. Whereas I, I personally have not ever seen like what Jim Chaney did, you know, at practices and how he communicated, but. I don't feel like he's as personable as this Danny Nose guy. Like when you saw his mic'd up stuff, he was getting with the players. He was coaching on the spot, really, really like seamlessly. So I feel like that actually might. That's why he's such a good recruiter, and I hope that also translates to performance on the field as well. Uh, being able to coach these players up, it felt like they trusted him. We actually have Murph Baldwin um, from Surrey uh, down south that's going to come on and talk to him. He's actually he's followed his career, and so that maybe even gets more insight. But he pretty much said to Logan, saying it, you know, from we watching them mic'd up, but, uh, you know, they seem to really mesh as far as personalities and coaching, uh, uh, where they coach. Did we read, did we read anything about, uh, coach Bielema getting into a, uh, like a tackling drill with coach, uh, Enos in a hotel oh, yeah. room or anything? <laughs> I don't know. That, that was a Rob but, Smith specialty. Okay. Oh, that, Rob, that, okay. So that, that'd be weird because it's that. offense, you know, we were practicing our defensive tackling technique. Uh, we were Brett, practicing in case a, an interception happened. Oh, I got you. I had to say, cause uh, Enos coaches the offense, Brent. <laughs> oh, okay. And the plot yeah. thickens. So I should put my shirt back on. Yeah, coach, <laughs> probably, probably a good idea. Uh, I was going to make a really bad joke there, but I'm not going to now. Yeah, well, actually, fun. well, pr- probably worse than what I was. It, it, it was probably worse than what I actually said. So, uh, so I'm just going to, uh, they're cutting my mic off over here. I'm about to get, I'm about to, uh, fulfill my destiny as the Bill Simmons of the South real quick. I got two suspended Hawkeyes. <laughs> going to be coming by himself. <laughs> it's going to be Colby cast next week. It's going to be a 10 minute episode at max. Uh, what do you think about that, Colby? Well, I think you're right, Colby. I think that his film of the better. Uh, he's going to recreate that opening scene of a uh, Jurassic, not the opening scene of Jurassic Park, but where they're taking the tour, and uh, and like they, they they find out how the dinosaurs were like reinvigorated by the DNA. Like they had to get the mosquito, 
you know, the blood out from the mosquitoes fossilized and everything. By the way, while we're here, while we got a second, um, Alex McDaniel, friend of the pod, friend of the Hogcast, uh, journalist for L.com, according to her Twitter account, which is verified, so I know it's true. <laughs> Watched Jurassic Park for the first time over the weekend. That is blasphemy. I saw that Alex, too. Alex is my age. Uh, that was a that was a substantial movie uh, to me as a young man. And I don't know how she got away from it, guys. What do you think about that? I'm about to tweet at her right now saying we're putting her on blast on our podcast. <laughs> Absolutely, that's a great idea because she. I mean, we'll have, we'd be glad to have her on. You know, let her talk about the old Miss win or something. But to not see Jurassic Park, uh, just a. Uh, just a huge uh, movie of my childhood. Still a movie I can't turn off if I catch it on TV somewhere. Um, what goes on? What goes on? Like, how, I mean, Colby, when did you see it? Um, I, I don't know. I mean, when I was eight or nine, you know, seven or eight or something. I was really young. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure I wasn't even born yet, but I've still seen it. It came out in the summer of 93. Uh, it was the first movie I saw uh, twice in theaters, actually. So... Um, because I remember that. Because I was like, man, this is so good. i got to watch a mug again. How does that? Uh, the tweet has been sent, so I'm curious to see okay. her response. She can come uh, defend herself when we beat them at the Tad Pad here in a few weeks. So, <laughs> yeah, we, we can bring her on and talk about sports, but no movies, correct? No, we'll just put her on blast, dude. She's got she <laughs> yeah, to she preach her case, man. Yeah, actually, I mean, how, how does that even happen? I mean, again, give her credit for actually finally watching it. But to, to not see it until, I mean, this A, I mean... It's 2015. They're working on the fourth one now. Like how, I mean, what, what are you going to tell me next? You haven't even uh, – I've never put a red Harry Potter. Never, never watched any uh, – never watched Lord of the Rings. Never watched, I've never seen The Dark Knight. Like what goes on? <laughs> Unacceptable. Unacceptable. Uh, um, Alex has responded. I deserve uh-oh. a chance to respond. Alex will have me on the show after the old Miss Road game. <laughs> Phenomenal. Nice. Um, awesome. Um, guys, do we have anything to add? We actually uh, talk about the also the, we have a new linebackers coach uh, Vernon Hargraves. I mean, what do y'all think about has uh, replacing Randy Shannon? Y'all feel that's uh, we've kind of met that need, or do we think uh, or, or what? I think uh, we're going to take a step back in recruiting. I know Hargraves is still pretty good, and he has a big presence in uh, South Florida because he also coached at Miami, uh, right? Is he coached at Miami, right? Is that correct? Yeah, he yeah. actually replaced Randy Shannon at Miami, and he's nice. replacing him at Arkansas. I do think it's a step back, but we did save a little bit of cheddar, so that was good in that aspect. Um, but I, I don't. I, I'm curious to see how his recruiting is going to go at a big school like Arkansas. Obviously, at Houston, he probably couldn't pull in, you know, super top level talent. So I'm just like I said, I'm, I'm just I don't know how it's going to go. I'm not disappointed or excited. I'm kind of like in the middle, I guess. You know, wait and see mode. Yeah, I'm like wait and see mode. So uh, uh, I, I'm going to spit it back the other way, sort of a devil's advocate take on it. Like I know Colby loves to to. to uh, position he loves to take you know at houston with so many high school kids you know sort of getting kicked out and about you know high school football is huge in texas you know it's like maybe he was able to court you know hopefully not i'm sure he's gonna do fine but um you know maybe he was just in the prime region big city in texas and um sort of reap the benefits of that there too time will tell um yeah I, i like the job coach shannon did here obviously just like everybody else but um you know, it, it's uh, it's impossible to say right now, but I'm excited about the uh, possibility. To me, um, Randy Shannon, you know, is a great recruiter. You know, he's probably more popular just because of his name. You know, Arkansas wasn't pulling as far as star-wise a bunch of big recruits out of Miami. I, you know, I guess his main thing was to get, get you know, the staff indoors. But, I mean, even since he's left, Arkansas, you know, they've got a couple uh, commits from – or 
from the South Florida area. So, you know, I don't think it's going to be a problem. Um, and at Miami, I think he coached seven linebackers that went on to play in the NFL. So, I mean, it shows he's able to coach. And, and we may take it, you know, step back as for as far as um, recruiting in South Florida. But, you know, I think the staff is focused more on Texas as well. So, you know, I think they'll still get some from the Miami area and still some from Texas. And then yeah. with Coach Eno's coming on, you know, I think that's a, another recruiter they got on staff. I will say this, for whatever recruits we do lose out of South Florida, I think we're going to gain with more Texas presence with him. So I think that's a positive because he does have some ties there now that he's been in in the Houston area, which is obviously a huge market. So that's a plus. Um, Somebody score trading a 50-cent piece for two quarters. I can get behind that. that's fine, yeah. Uh, but like, what well, uh, Coach Bielma said, uh, we're not re- we weren't recruiting in Florida because of Randy Shannon. We were recruiting in Florida because of me. So I hope- oh, I Mike love dropped. it. Mike drop Jeff Long style. What's up, everybody? Oh, word. End of discussion. Oh, End of episode. That's it. Honestly, <laughs> we, we may only win eight ga- seven or eight games next year in football, but we're going to have like two of the wisecrackingest, quick-wittedest uh, dudes in the country with Jeff Long. You think Jeff and uh, Brett just like text each other and just like burn mugs or what? Yeah, like, they, they have their own like monologue about – they're probably talking about Club Burt too, honestly. Yeah, did you see that Logan Livingston character? Yeah, I blocked him so fast. <laughs> All, the shade, All the shade. Man, Jeff Long still me a helmet too, man. He's like, they're probably clowning me about that. That mug wanted a helmet too. <laughs> that fat-headed Livingston thought I was going to send him a helmet. They guy. love climbing on some Logan, man. <laughs> they're, they're just lining up to take their shots at Logan. They got like a Club Logan thing going on over there. That dude's an idiot. Club Logan. Oh, okay. I like that, actually. Club Logan. All right, we're going to open up our own Logan. franchise. Forget Logan. Club Burt. No, no, I like Logan. Logan's going to work, I think. All right. <laughs> Logan, All right. get it because it implies it. Never mind. You probably get it. You get it. Who yeah, yeah, you? we're done here. <laughs> Uh, we got any questions from a uh, hog fan? See why? No, I mean I posted that we were going to have a Murph uh, Baldwin on, uh, Baldwin, and, and they seem pretty excited about him coming on. But uh, I, like I didn't post it. I, I didn't post any questions uh, for them, so uh, you can. That's my fault. Yeah, it's all right. We, we need to start posting on social media more with our questions, but it's just been such a hectic time. Yeah, for kind of for everybody, sort of running shape. I mean, eventually it will happen. Eventually, uh, I'm sure. But uh, you know, but don't stop getting a hold of us. We're able to reach the uh, email, Twitter, Facebook. We've got a website. We love you know, y'all listening to the show, retweeting it, talking about it, uh, things like that. If you like what we're doing, tell us about it. If you yeah. don't like what we're doing, tell us about it. But we, you're going to deal with Colby directly. Yeah, Colby's uh, the one that we have. Yeah, or Colby if you, you have a problem with Chuck's uh, nicknames, you can always get out of him. There you go. <laughs> Which is probably going to be most people, to be honest. <laughs> I will say this: we have a comment section on our website uh, with at every episode link. So if you have questions, you can post them there. If you have comments, you can post them there. That'd be very helpful. I know we haven't had too many uh, uh, comments placed on there yet. So yeah, Logan's done a good job of uh, creating our web uh, our page, and it, I mean it looks great. And he's actually created a recruiting page with, and we it's pretty much up to date with the 2015 uh, recruits besides. Uh, Ron Pulley, but and then he's got a 2016 section as well, so uh, check that out. Yeah, we're going to start posting. I know we've already got the Froholt interview up there, and uh, we're going to post some of our interviews with some of the 2016 class, and uh, any other recruits we get uh, interviews from, we'll, we'll post them on there. And like I said, if you guys have any improvements you want from website, the show, whatever, uh, just, just hit us up, and we'll, we'll figure out a way to get it done. Logan is the best. We've gotten a lot of uh, nice comp- compliments about the website itself and uh, basically well-deserved uh, for the most part, even though this whole thing was my idea, including the uh, internet and the website. But, you whatever, know, I'm, I'm bro, gonna... <laughs> whatever. I messaged this uh, mug in, like, July. It's like, we haven't recorded a show in two years. I'm like, let's just do this. 
we uh we did, I know we did one last year after the South Carolina games. I did a pretty epic Steve Spurrier. Yeah, uh, we had a, we had a impersonation. Whole, we just did forty five minutes of Steve Spurrier impersonations, which just drawn, by the way no is totally shirt, good. Like, yeah, yeah, that's about all you could do after that game. Yeah, there was much else yeah. to talk about. By God, you know, we call some good ball plays today, and Arkansas didn't call quite as many good ball plays. And, you know, I'm just happy about that because, I mean, you know, when you call good ball plays, all right, Coach, coach we get like 60. it. <laughs> yeah, we called a few more good ball plays than they called today. So, yeah, yeah Coach, we, we, we saw that. Thank you. Um, if we don't have anything else, guys, this has been the uh, the Hogcast. We're recording this on a Sunday, uh, and uh, this thing will be out tonight or on Monday, uh, January 26th. Thank you, as always, for listening. We'd love to field your questions. And uh, if you think of anything you'd like us to do more of, uh, be sure to let us know. Yep. I'm Chuck. I'm Logan, and thank you guys so much for listening. I'm Kobe. That's Colby. Thanks for listening. That's Colby, who Logan just cut off and shaded out. No, nah, forget Colby. What's that about? All right. Thanks, guys, for listening. <laughs> Appreciate it.